Welcome to the ENC Wedding Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Bertling. I really appreciate you being here to listen as we discuss tips to help you plan your wedding. I'm sure you will find our topics beneficial to you and your planning process. In our podcast, we'll have wedding professionals, brides, grooms, and others participating in discussions that will assist you in your planning. And it is my hope to help you reduce your stress level as well. Hey, welcome back to the ENC Wedding Talk Podcast. I'm Jennifer Bertling, and uh, you've heard her voice before, Kathleen Harrison of PS Productions. But not only is she the co-host, but we are interviewing her today. Hey, Kathleen. Hey, Jennifer. How are you? Doing good. And uh, we're going to talk about videography, photography, that sort of combo. And, you know, what, why is it so important to have a videographer? And um, what are those important questions that you should ask as well? So tell me or tell our listeners, Kathleen, what are the benefits of having a videographer? Well, I mean, honestly, just be, to be able to look back on that day, you, when you think about it, a wedding day, it's hectic. You're here, there, making sure everything is perfect. You spent so much time planning. So to be able to look back and have that video and see exactly how perfect that day is that you spent all this time and all this effort. And it's so important to you to be able to look back and just be able to see it on film is so, so special. And the huge benefit of video versus photos, because I know wedding photography and having, you know, those pictures forever. Very, very important. But the biggest thing with video for me is that you never miss anything. I mean, that camera is rolling all day. So if the bouquet toss happens and the photographer is over here taking pictures of the cake or something, you know, you don't miss it because that camera is constantly rolling. And then it just, it's, it's such a great way to highlight your day as well. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's those moments in time too, that you a camera just captures that quick shot where the video will get, you know, somebody being flipped over on the dance floor and swooned around and, you know, moments like that. And then of course, vows and um, what else is toast, you know, those things Mm -hmm. you can't necessarily capture in a photo. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I don't know how many like funny moments we've caught or just like sweet, sweet moments. Mm -hmm. And some of my favorite stuff to edit is like getting out on the dance floor during the reception and taking that camera right there in the center. Oh my gosh, people, especially if they're having a good time and people like to be able to look back on that kind of stuff. And definitely like, like you said, with the toast, I mean, you, you don't get that with just a photo right. and to be able to hear those little special moments from your dad or mm-hmm. from your boyfriend. I mean, that's, it's important. It, it is. And Kathleen, you're, you have some very special equipment just speaking of about on the dance floor, it can be held high and it helps. What is it called? It helps it balance. Yeah. So we have a gimbal. Um, and yeah. And so we use that with our mirrorless camera. So, I mean, you get amazing 4k footage from it, but, uh, it's a stabilizer. So we can walk along with you. Yeah. We can go onto the dance floor and get those high up shots and we can also get them moving through the crowd and it's super, super smooth. And it's, I mean, it's an amazing piece of equipment. And when you see those videos now with that are super popular on Facebook and Instagram and TikTok, where you're getting that like crystal clear footage, but you're getting those really smooth movement shots there. That's what they're using is a gimbal um, to get that like cinematic style is perfect for it. 
and I mean, you know, sometimes my couples don't get a videographer. And so I try to capture some moments with my <laughs> phone. And I, I had to do that over the weekend. And I was going back on Sunday, looking over all my videos. I'm like, oh, my goodness, this is shaking all over the place. <laughs> so I can see how, how wonderful that piece of equipment can be for the ultimate product for the couples. Yeah, well, and when you're, when you're, when you're doing that cinematic style, it, those moving shots are what's so important because traditionally, uh, cause we, we do still offer, you know, traditional documentary style weddings. Um, that's kind of more of our like, like economy budget package, you know, that cinematic it's, it's a higher price point, but it's that style. Mm-hmm. You can't achieve that, that whole style though, without, you know, that, that kind of equipment, because you're not going to get it from just putting a camera on a tripod. And you're also, you're going to have to worry about a camera shaking around if you don't have something like that. So it's, it's definitely, it's a powerful little piece of equipment and it has a big impact though. So for the layman, can you explain the difference between that cinematic and that documentary style? What does that mean? Um, so what I like to explain it as when I'm, I'm sitting down and talking with a couple is the documentary style is probably closer to what your parents had when they got married mm-hmm. because it's it's having um, we can have one to five cameras. So we're having just straight recordings throughout the ceremony. There's not going to be any editing. We can do a highlight video, but it's not going to be um, like I mentioned before, like the Facebook videos that you see now. But so it's kind of uh, like home movies, sort of. Is that what you would it- it's like a very high quality home movie. Um, and it's, it's, it's a straight documentary thing of your day. Mm -hmm. It's showing, um, the toast, it's showing the entrance, it's showing, um, the whole ceremony. It's showing a little bit of the dancing, it's showing the cake cutting, but it's just, it's very straightforward. That's Uh what you're getting. But with the cinematic style, we still will record throughout the entire day and also give you that. So you're getting pretty much the documentary plus a cinematic but the whole difference is in the highlight video. That's going to be something five to seven minutes long. And you're getting those really, really beautiful shots of, you know, um, while the photographer is doing uh, the formal photos after the wedding, we're getting really, and it's very artsy. It's very creative. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's got all those slow moving shots. We've got the gimbal going. Uh, so the cinematic style is that that video you're going to see or you see your friends posting on Facebook that it looks like a movie or like a movie trailer or like a music video. That's that's the cinematic style. Oh, that that's that's a good way to put it. Kind of like a movie trailer. Yeah. And, you know, it's like the kind of we're we're taking that huge long day and we're putting it into just a few minutes. Exactly. OK, that makes sense. And then, like you said, it's a little more artsy. And yeah. um, so what price wise difference, what would somebody expect between the two? I mean, we're I, I feel like for PS Productions, we are very, very reasonably, reasonably priced. Mm-hmm. Typically, though, what I'm seeing, especially in East North Carolina, video wise to get that cinematic style and the starting price is really like. Twenty eight hundred, three thousand dollars. Okay. Um, and so that's why we ha- we do have some people, and the a video is important to them, or it's important to the mom because she really wants to have that. Um, but they're just they're not. It's not in their budget. So that documentary style, though, that starts at eight hundred, and that, uh, for a lot of people, they can work that into their budget. And if videography is something that you would like, but it may not be the most important thing 
that that lower price point does work for a lot of people. Okay. And that's that's probably the starting point for a professional. And I think that you all are, are have very good pricing in comparison. Thank you. Yes. So, um, so just so people know that you're going to see this gamut, but you also are professionals and, you Absolutely. know, and things like your equipment. I mean, I am so impressed with this gimbal, you know, you, you were showing it to me in the office and um, you know, things like that, those tell us about the equipment and why it's so important as well as having a professional business. And you're not just rolling something off your little video camera or your phone, you know, where, where will they see the difference in that? Sure. I mean, it, it'll, it shows in every aspect of the day. It's the quality of the video. It's the quality of the audio. It's the final product that gets delivered. It's, um, the whole process really leading up to the wedding day. And after, um, we're, you know, we're, we're a business. We're not somebody that just, this is a hobby. Um, cause you do, you do run into people and it's, you've seen it all across, you know, pretty much with every vendor in the wedding industry, you have those people that they might go buy a video camera or they go and buy a point and shoot camera and they want to say they're a photographer, or you get a DJ who gets a speaker and a, a laptop and they're a DJ. So there's just a, a big difference. And it's, it's the investment that we've put into the business. It's the a level of experience and the the knowledge that we have from doing this for so long. So, I mean, all in all, um, you can definitely have a higher level of expectations when you are going with someone who's a professional and, a, you know, a straight business, because it really does make a big difference uh, on your wedding day. Yeah, they'll know how to handle those types of situations that, you know, maybe, you know, you just don't see coming, whatever that might be, maybe the lighting is wrong or weird or, you know, but they have the right equipment in place when they're a professional. And so Kathleen, what other kind of questions uh, should a couple ask when they're thinking about hiring a a videographer? Um, Always really good questions. Number one, what exactly can I expect for delivery of the final product? Because if someone goes into it and they're expecting this like music video uh, and they get, you know, more of like the documentary style. Uh, Also, if they're wanting a 20 minute video, but expectation wise that videographer in their deliverables, they do a five minute video for the highlight video. So having a clear understanding of exactly what kind of final product you're going to be getting, that's to me probably the most important thing to do. Also, you want to make sure Um, you take a look at their portfolio, ask to see lots of examples, see kind of, you know, what you're going to be able to expect. Mm -hmm. Um, another really good thing is to already have something set aside with whoever your planner or coordinator is. So you can give them a clear timeline and say, this is, this is my day. Um, or this is what we're expecting for my day. Does this work with your style? Is there anything you're going to need specifically? also, another thing, too, that I always like to mention whenever we're doing a consult, what kind of venue are you getting married at? Yes. Because sometimes there are venue restrictions and you want to make sure there's a clear line of, OK, well, this church, you're only allowed to film from the balcony mm-hmm. or, um, you know, in this video that I just showed you, we're getting shots from the front uh, of the of the venue 
at the church. You're not allowed to go up on the altar. There's just, there's lots of things. So um, also, you know, having a good idea with the venue restrictions, that's another really good thing. That's true. And, you know, um, think kind of piggyback on what you had just said recently is that um, I had a, a conversation with your dad who helps, you know, of course with the company in that it's important to communicate what's important to you in the video because some people want the girls walking together in their dresses. Others, it's Mm -hmm. important to hear the vows and the speeches. And so I think that it's important as a couple that you communicate that to your videographer because they have hours and hours of coverage, but they're trying to pick and choose what they think you may want in this mm-hmm. video that's only going to last, you know, 10 or 12 minutes or whatever it is. Yeah. So if there's something that's really important to you, I would, I would recommend that you make sure that you jot those things down um, for yeah. your videographer. Well, we had, we did a wedding, um, I want to say maybe last year, but wedding was beautiful. It was a down in Havelock at Butterfly Kisses and it was the most perfect day. Had an amazing highlight video. and then the, um, the bride came back and she was like, Hey, I video, but we could, could we just get some more footage of the dancing? Because we had so many friends and family there and I know everybody had a really good time. So could we just get a little more, a little more footage of that? But that was something that was super important to her. And so we came back and we gave her like 15 minutes of people dancing and she was so happy with it, but it's, it is, it's a huge communication thing of, because I don't know that you want 15 minutes of people dancing, but I can give it to you. (laughs) And everybody's um, opinion is different too, right? You know, so I think that would be something, not necessarily a question that you would ask, but something that's important to communicate. It's kind of like that shot list that you give to your photographer, Mm -hmm. you know, the videographer and correct me if I'm wrong, Kathleen, they're going to just try to record as much as they can of the day. Um, you know, but once again, they have to pick out, you know, what you may or may not want. (laughs) Exactly. And it's, it's, a um, you know, there's a lot of times where we have our storyboard set out that we kind of follow for every single video And so a lot of stuff is going to be standard, but for those people that do want to make sure that you get a lot of dancing footage in there, something like that. And my favorite thing is, uh, especially when I work with a photographer that I've never worked with before is show up at the wedding. And I always tell him or her, I'm like, hi, I'm going to be your best friend for the rest of the day because, um, I know you're going to have them posing and whatnot. And I want all of those shots. So I'm going to be right beside you all day long nice to meet you. It's so funny, but (laughs) But it happens every time. Yeah, it is important that the photographer and videographer work together if they don't already are on the same team. And I know that you do offer photography as well. But something that I just found out about, which I think would be of um, a big interest to our couples is that you offer these large screens and projectors. Um, Tell us a little bit about that and what and what they can do with it. We do. So um, not only are we, you know, a videography business, uh, we also have all of our um, like audio equipment rentals and things like that. We have full studio. Obviously, we had the podcast studio. But um, so the, the projectors on the screens are really popular with our brides because for receptions or rehearsal dinners, they want to have a slideshow or they have a video that they put together. And so or they can just, you know, 
on the projector have Mr. and Mrs. Tyler or what, but it's, mm-hmm. it's just a cool thing that a lot of people do want to have there. And sometimes it's like an afterthought or it's like, Oh shoot, we should have done that. Right. So, and it's a good thing. Cause I mean, it is, it's definitely a great way to kind of like share your love story, especially like rehearsal dinner, have like yes. the or pictures flowing cocktail hour. You can have yeah. that going, uh, that gives everybody something to look at and talk about. And, absolutely, uh, you know, you, I don't know necessarily for the reception, but I definitely love the idea of the um, cocktail hour and also the uh, rehearsal dinner because there's lots of time available for that. Yeah. And well, we also have uh, sound systems available. So Mm -hmm. we do rent out a lot of our smaller PAs for rehearsal dinners because people still want to have the toast, but they don't want to do the whole DJ setup for that night. And they also they'll make a playlist on Spotify and they'll have that just running kind of in the background, but it's running through the audio system so they can crank it up if they want to dance a little bit. They have the mic um, and we come and set up everything for you. And then um, it, it's very user friendly and then we'll come tear it down and it's easy day. And, you know, so this is something else that would benefit the couples who have a band and they have two different locations because I've run into this problem. Um, I'm just going to use this one example that I had last year. The ceremony was in front of the Tryon Palace in New Bern. And then the reception was over at the History Center. Well, that is two separate buildings, two separate blocks, you know, so it's not like you're running an extension cord over there. Yeah. And this particular band did not have a system for the ceremony. And with outdoor systems, it's really important to have some sort of speaker so that everybody can hear the vows because there's nothing worse than, you know, hearing the bride go, and then you can't hear anything. I don't even know if you heard anything. When I was whispering. But, you know, people came to see you say your vows and and show this love towards one another. And so you want to be able to have all your guests hear it all the way into the back. And yeah. um, so that would be the perfect situation where they would hire you to bring this equipment out so that you can have that lapel mic for the um, maybe the groom and the and the officiant, for example, and then a speaker. Absolutely. No, I mean, it's, it's ideal for, like you said, multiple locations. And I know that live entertainment, it's becoming very, very popular now. And we have some great bands in the area. Shout out Bill Stafford. Yes. But um, uh, for bands, I mean, most of the time they don't have that separate system. And I know a lot of That's DJs, right. they do, they do have that like mini system that they'll put up mm-hmm. for the ceremony and they have their big setup. A lot of bands, they're not going to have that. No. And so either multiple locations or whatever kind of entertainment it's, it's definitely great. And it's like you said, make sure everybody can hear you. So that's right. (laughs) Yeah. Good. All right. Is there anything else that you would recommend to our couples to think about, to ask when they're hiring a videographer? Um, Honestly, be very realistic with your budget. And it's one of those things where you kind of have to, it's in the scheme of things. If a video is very, very important to you, then you just know that it, it is going to, they do get costly. But um, I would, I would say figure out importance wise um, where the video falls on your list of things that you really want. Um, and then as you're doing your research, just any videographer that you decide to even have a consultation with, like go through their website, go through their Facebook, check and see if the videos that they're putting out, that's what you want your video to look like. And if it's not, then don't even waste time having a meeting, but you need to, it's just like with a photographer, find somebody whose style is, that's exactly what you want. Mm 
um, because it, it's so disappointing to me when we do hear from couples and they hire a videographer because their friend hired them or whatever. And the video just, they're disappointed because you can't go back and redo that day. So no. just make sure it's something that that's, that's how you want your wedding to look. So yeah, I say with a photographer, videographer, definitely do your homework on this. Absolutely. And, and because there are different styles, even I see it with my weddings, when the video comes over, I'm like, oh, wow, this, this particular videographer does all music and you never hear a vow, you never hear a um, toast. And mm-hmm. so that's fine for some people. But if that's not your cup of tea and you wanted to hear those toasts, then that's not the videographer for you. So it is Absolutely. really important that you understand what is their style. No, definitely. And it's like you just mentioned with being able to hear stuff. We also have all of the audio equipment needed to plug in and mic people. So we can plug a mic directly in to the camera or we can run it from the DJ system. So you are going to get that crystal clear audio if that's something that that's important to a bride. I mean, if you want to hear your vows, Um, it definitely, and that's a priority for you and something you want included in your final video, make sure that the audio situation is all straightened out and that they have the capability to capture that because there are some people and you can't pick it up unless you have that microphone that's running directly into the camera. And so Kathleen, I had a wedding over the weekend and the DJ put a mic on the, uh, officiant and normally you can hear the bride and groom. And I was Mm -hmm. way in the back by the sound system, the speaker, and, um, I could not hear the bride and groom. So do you recommend having a mic maybe on the groom as well? Yeah. When people are speaking, if you can have a mic on that person and we've even put a wireless mic in the bride's bouquet before just so we can hear it. Um, and that's more for video. Uh, but I rule of thumb for me, I always like to have the officiant mic and then the groom mic Mm -hmm. and however we can get the bride also mic. Sometimes it just doesn't work, but usually if the officiant is mic'd up and the groom, we can hear the bride nine times out of 10, unless she's just very soft spoken and they're standing way far apart. And we were out by the river. It was windy. And chances are that, you know, maybe that particular mic that was provided by the DJ just happened to not pick up the bride and groom, or maybe they were talking softly, but it was just something fresh in my mind over the weekend. I'm like, Oh, I didn't get to hear the vows. And, um, but I heard, I heard the officiant loud and clear. So that was interesting. But um, I know with the flowers, typically they hand them off to the maid of honor. Uh, Yeah. You know, so yeah, that would be tricky. But I guess if the groom and the pastor or preacher officiant was uh, mic'd, it should pick it up normally. Yeah, definitely. Okay, very good. All right. Is there anything else, Kathleen, that people should ask? Um, No, you know, I, I don't think so. I think really just being realistic with your budget where videography lies as far as your priorities and then what you want that final video to look like. That's, those are all things to consider. And then, um, just, you want to have a, you want to feel very, very confident with whatever videographer you do choose because it's an important day. Um, and you want to be able to look back on this in 20 years with your grandkids and love the video just as much as you did. Uh, you love the wedding day. So that's right. And, and, and I do encourage videography because you know, that is what you take with you and you can Uh look back on it years and years down the line, um, where the photos, like I said, are just a snapshot. So, 
Very good. Well, thank you, Kathleen. I'm I'm so excited that we got to talk about this. And um, this has been on our agenda for months. <laughs> all right. Well, I hope you all have a great day. Keep listening and uh, we'll talk to you soon. I'd also like to thank PS Productions for hosting this ENC Wedding Talk podcast. PS Productions has proudly served our Eastern North Carolina community with quality photography, video, audio productions, lighting, and sound rentals for over 16 years. If you would like to ask questions or have a topic you'd like us to discuss, please email us at encweddingtalkshow at gmail.com. I'm Jennifer Bertling, and I thank you for your time and being with us. Until next time, take care.